Welcome to the Sales and Marketing for Decorators podcast with me, John Mears. And this week, I am joined once again by the 2018 Dulux Decorator of the Year. Did I get the year right this time? Yeah, you got the year right. Perfect. Uh, Alton's, uh, no, we did Alton's Sexiest Man last week. Uh, we had that lawyer. Yeah. Hampshire. Hampshire's Sexiest Man. No, no. Uh, <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> Hampshire's Hampshire's busiest decorator. Hampshire's busiest decorator. You do not. Anyway, it's Trevor Mangan once more, everybody. <laughs> yes, hello. Nice to be here again. Thanks for inviting me, John. Uh, Thank you, mate. Oh, this, uh, honest, um, yeah, no, I should probably stop taking the mick out of you so much because I'd be struggling for episodes if you weren't here every week. So thank well, you very much. Yeah, well, I've got nothing else. There's not a lot on the telly on a, on a, on the, <laughs> when we record. This is there, so it's uh, is I'm more than happy to help out. Well, sometimes we have to cut it cut it short so you can watch the football. But then again, well, yeah. you're a Southampton like, fan, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. not much fun watching Southampton that. anyway. So no. <laughs> yeah, we're the, only, we're, we're the only we're the only football team that are going to um, win the FA Cup and then get relegated at the, in the same <laughs> season. Well, there's a that'll be on question of sport in twenty years' time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one to remember that. Yeah. Right, and also it's either talk to you, John, or sit indoors and talk to the missus. So, oh, you don't want to do that, no. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Right. What are we talking about today? So today we are going to talk about a little survey that I did and you helped with. Yeah. And it is what homeowners actually want from a painter and decorator so to give everyone a bit of background on on how we did this i set up a survey using survey monkey if anyone ever wants to set up a, a survey uh use survey monkey it's free uh asked some questions um i put it in a local facebook group you put it in a local facebook group to you didn't you so we had uh -huh. different, yep. different areas of the country and i asked put together some questions to see well essentially as i said what homeowners actually want from a painter and decorator uh, and to see if it matches what we what we think it is uh, so what we'll do then trev is we'll run through the questions and i can talk you through the results and stuff like that and uh, we'll rely on your fantastic wit and charm and charisma to to fluff it out a bit not fluff it out uh to add some <laughs> add some entertainment insight insight and entertainment yes perfect yeah okay. no pressure then i'll tell you what we're we're absolute pros at this yeah. one, one day we're right up there now well john yeah yeah we could have started there john but now you've put us right up there right at the top yeah and then obviously you're doing hand gestures which is perfect for <laughs> <laughs> uh, should we just crack on before yeah, let's, yeah right question number one then i asked was how important is the standard of finish now i gave multiple choice because i'm good uh and so how important is the standard of finish option number one as long as the cutting in is okay i'm happy uh, option two I would like a basic level of preparation, such as filling and smoothing of blemishes. And option three, I would like a flawless finish with all surfaces repaired, filled and sanded perfectly smooth. Now, the results. Well, I let John. Go on. I thought what we could do was, 
if I tell you what I think the results would be, and then you could actually give the proper results. Oh, what about on, that? Then. That would go be on. quite. Um, that'd be a little bit more insightful, wouldn't it? And and probably add a little bit of entertainment too. Oh, I tell you what. If, on we plan, plan, if we plan these, we'd be dangerous. <laughs> we'd be bloody good. Yeah. If we planned these, they might be worth listening to. All right. Well, I'll tell you what then. i tell you what yeah. I thought. Because I put right. those three levels in. I put the three levels in as basically, yeah. Uh, as long as the cutting in's clean and and there's no runs or drips, then happy. Yeah. Basic level of prep. And then what I would suggest is what pretty much all decorators do. Exactly. And for the flawless finish. Spend a lot of time on repairing and, and filling and sanding and everything like that. So they're the three levels. So what would you expect well, I, to see? Yeah, I would. I mean, Ryan and I talk a lot about this on our podcast, and it's about the standard of – and I think because decorators always are conscious uh, of – conscious, rather, of um, – only being as good as their last job, they always want to put out the best job they possibly can do, which I understand where they're coming from. But sometimes that's not what the customer's looking for. Mm. So it, it is very much, you know, what, 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 um, and I listened to your podcast today when you spoke to Sharon, North Sharon, yeah, um, where she was – one I thought a brilliant question she asked her customer when she goes to see him is, you know, what is their expectations? What do they actually expect to see at the end of the – I thought, well, that is that is a really good – you know, that actually sets the level, doesn't it, of, of where you can be. See, Trev, so, that's what a proper podcast guest does. They come in with, boom, insightful, useful information <laughs> like that. This is what you've got to live up to now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I just thought that was a really good question to ask the customer because then yeah. you can find out where, you know, what they actually expect, what their expectations are. Mm. So, yeah, I, I, but, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going with the last one, that you try and do the best, you do the filling, you know, as long, you know, as long as the, the price you supply um, reflects that. Sometimes it can't, so. Yeah, so you would expect that. Your typical homeowner, uh, they're hiring a decorator because they want that flawless finish. They want yeah. to see the decorator doing loads of prep, and and I think that is what most decorators would would yeah. think. And I think that's the way that decorators always push themselves to sort of separate themselves from the competition is they focus very heavily on being a better decorator, achieving better and better finishes. Uh, so that was the most popular answer with 55% of the vote, uh, which throws up a big surprise for me. And that is that 45% so every other person is not looking, looking for, for that, yeah. that level of finish that decorators are so keen and you know, always, always offer. So it was, an, it was an even split on the other two options. So 22.5% uh their idea of a, a, a decorator and what they want from a decorator is just they turn up no prep just put the paint on the walls nice clean straight lines cutting in no drips no runs done just literally change the color of my wall please that's 22 22.5 percent of people are looking for that uh, and then the next 22.5 percent just want a basic level of prep fill in those uh those little blemishes on the wall smooth it out where you can but essentially 
don't spend all day doing it because that's not what's important to them. Well, that goes back to my option now that I've started to offer, and we spoke about it, I think because we actually talked about it, is to offer three levels of quotes. Yeah. Basically, and it just proved that, that even that first question proves that might be the case, mightn't it? Yeah, and I think one of the things you've got to remember is this question also, for me, it highlights the fact that I think most homeowners wouldn't know a very good decorating yeah. job from exactly yeah they've just got good cutting in skills yeah uh, I, don't, I don't think they'd know it and i don't think when people come to visit their house and stuff like that they won't be looking at the wall and going oh my god the decorator must have spent days filling and sanding that did he use a festool <laughs> did he use dustless sander yeah, but to, to, to notice that sort of level of finish yeah. you really need to know what it looked like to start with yeah otherwise the only, the only people that are going to notice that level of finish are other decorators <laughs> yeah, well, you know yeah exactly yeah. even the homeowner wouldn't even notice i wouldn't have thought yeah because by the time the sofa's pushed against the wall the telly's in the corner of the room there's not a great deal of the wall area left is there yeah. you know i i think with a very minimal amount of prep just that just the fact that uh, a decorator has got better technique for actually applying the paint they will cut in with straight lines they'll put on enough coats so that it actually covers it's you will get that clean crisp look a decorator can achieve that clean and crisp look that a homeowner well clearly half the homeowners want yeah uh with with very minimal extra effort i think for those those people who are not looking for that flawless finish essentially they're just as long as you're a bit better than they are at it which is not hard to be better than diyer yeah. then they're gonna yeah. be happy so yeah I, also, I, I, I like your option of offering of offering three prices uh, and i think if people are worried that they're gonna their reputation will take a hit because they're not doing flawless finishes every time i just i don't i don't see that being a problem because i don't think people will notice the difference i think a good a, a good decorator could do no prep and and still get a, such a good finish that most homeowners and their friends would still be happy and recommend you and you're probably more likely to get recommended because you've done it quicker and for less money yeah yeah i i i, I honestly think you're right because yeah we spoke about it endlessly about you know and i think we just get in that mindset that you know we're only as good as our last job and we need to we need to make that the best we can and sometimes you don't need well like you say 50 percent of the time you don't need to yeah i think for me a lot of it stems from essentially from when you start decorating let's say you go to college and everything like that you are consistently rewarded on getting better at decorating so the better a finish you can do and everything like that the more you think you can start to earn at some point you just you are every decorator will just lose sight of what's actually important to the customer uh, and you get so wrapped up in i've got to deliver an absolutely perfect job all the time uh, and really the fact that that's not what half of your customers want is actually a bad thing that's you know a, a proper business is all about serving customer the customers service. exactly giving, 
giving the customer what they want. What they want. Yeah, and half yeah. the customers don't want you spending two or three days on preparation. What they want is you to come in, do a nice clean job, and get out. And get out. Yeah. <laughs> and if and if you're not catering to those people, if you're if you're doing what they are clearly seeing as excessive prep, then really they're less likely to recommend you because although yeah they'll be happy with the the ultimate the finish, they're not going to be so happy on the other side of it, which is because I think they're paying for it. Exactly. Yeah. They yeah. think they're paying over the odds. They're paying for something that they don't really they don't want. want yeah yeah i mean this is this is this is why when i've gone i've started also to go through and sit down with the customer and ask them actually sit down and get a spec together as to what they want yeah do you want you know do you want two coats on the ceiling do you want two coats on the wall Mm. you know not only does it nine times out of ten they do but it also sort of then they say oh right yeah we yeah we are getting two coats we are getting two coats on the and it's to make them think about the actual job they're getting. So it does build the value as well. 100%. I think that's uh, pretty comprehensive for question one. Yes, I think we've done really well there. Should we, we crack on? I think, I think you've nailed it. You've absolutely nailed it. Right, question number two. How long are you happy to wait for a decorator to start the work? Four options this time. Up to one month up to three months up to six months up to 12 months hmm. right then big trev well i've i've found that the sweet spot is probably about three months anything yeah. more than that and they then and they sort of get impatient and they unless they are a regular customer that know what you've done and are prepared to wait and to be honest if they're a customer a regular customer that you've used before yeah that you've worked with before and you get on with they shouldn't really have to wait three months because i would try and squeeze them in a little bit i'd give them a bit more preferential treatment i don't know whether that's right or wrong but i would try and squeeze them in because i think they deserve it for their loyalty yeah yeah i think that's a good point for me i i've i've put this out a couple of times on social media and stuff and yeah, I before I put this out, I thought about three months would be there. I do know a lot of decorators that can be booked up a year in advance, sometimes more on residential work. And I know with if you get the right type of regular customers, yeah. sometimes they'll just say uh, you'll do some work for them and they'll go, I'll stick it in the diary to do two weeks for us next February or something like that. And they'll just, they'll book you that ahead because it's almost like scheduled maintenance. Yeah. Uh, So I think with, you will find a lot of decorators will find some of their regular clients will be happy to wait a long time, but this is not really what the question was for. The question for was aimed at basically saying, okay, you're a homeowner. You wake up one morning and you decide, I want to get some decorating done. Uh, you start looking for your colours and stuff like that. You ring a decorator and find out when they can get you booked in. How long are you are you willing to wait? Do you want the results? Yeah, yeah. What are they? So, thirty-seven point five percent of people are only willing to wait up to one month, uh, which was a lot to be honest. Yeah. I, I didn't expect. You know, four out of That's ten people. Third, isn't it? yeah more just yeah just over a third yeah uh yeah not willing to wait more than a month to get a decorator in uh 60 percent 
was up to three months. So yeah, you you were right on that. That is around the sweet spot. We then had two and a half percent up to six months, and and nobody said they'd wait up to a year uh, in in the survey. So up to three months is is the is the sweet spot. Sixty percent of people will wait up to three months. Up to one month though, thirty seven and a half percent. I I thought that was. An interesting, interesting statistic. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Looking at the people that were surveyed, so this is the people that the questions were put to are not just people who historically use decorators. This is a cross section of of everybody. So this will include yeah. people that currently do it themselves, or yeah. currently get friends to do it, or, or whatever their situation is, or currently just don't do it. Uh, so some of them would just think, well, maybe if they can't turn up and do it in a month, I'll do it myself or I'll just yeah, keep yeah. going around until I find someone that can squeeze me in within a month. I don't, you know, you don't know what they're thinking is, but realistically after three months, it seems that's it. There's a huge drop off. Yeah. Uh, so you, yeah, as we said, you can get some regular customers will book you in further, but once you get to three months, new people ringing you up and asking for you to do some decorating your chances of getting it if you're fully booked for the next three months goes down rapidly and is that that's something that you've seen if you can't fit someone in, in three months they tend to go mm, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll ring you back yeah. this this was my issue with checker trade when i going back years not recently because it's really got rubbish recently but three or four years ago i was started back with checker trade and um, within no time, I was booked up with work, sort of six months. And then as soon as you told, you know, someone from Checker Trade would ring up, um, sorry, I can't do it for six months. Oh, okay, I'll find someone else. So then I, I, I sort of thought that all the money I was paying Checker Trade was wasted because it was just leads I was turning away. You know, I thought, yeah. well, yeah, it's, it wasn't, um, it was, in fact, at that time, Checker Trade was sort of like too, too good for me. Mm. But, um, I know so. I know other decorators that actually will leave a week a month, so they won't actually. They'll out of every month they book they book up three weeks, but leave a week spare. Yeah. So and that's just for in case you know. Yeah. The golden deal it, comes um, up, or yeah, exactly, or a regular yeah. client pops up, and yeah. you want to give him that preferential treatment. Yeah. And if not, you can then move that. You know, move that. Uh, cut the next customer a week forward so it looks like you do you know they're oh yeah you can start a week early yeah but i think that's a really good idea mm, you know like because it, because it gives you that flexibility to take on a decent job if it comes in you know what we're like if we're busy we'll over, not overprice it but make it worth our while um and if you can fit it in then yeah brilliant well i think that's a really good idea I yeah i think that I think that yeah. works well because, yeah, we're looking at this. We've got nearly 40% of people are only willing to wait up to one month. Now, I think if I rang the three or four decorators in my town, I think I would really struggle to get one of them to start work within a month. So if yeah. you are that decorator who leaves a week free, it's one of those where you can go, all right, well, I'm going to price this high. And if I get it, I get it. If not, who cares? I'll just move my, move the next job forward a week. Yeah. But because you, all of a sudden you've become the only decorator in town who can do what they want. So you can charge a premium. Uh, and and, and yeah. those jobs might be really, really worth your while. And also John with that, 
it's the same old thing in it. You don't know who you're working for. You don't know who they know. Yeah. You know, so they might turn into one of those customers who goes, right, just, yeah, book me in for three weeks work next February or, or whatever. Yeah. And we'll just do some regular, yeah. regular stuff with you. And then what all of a sudden you've got a customer pays good money because you, you, you priced it high, you priced it as a premium on the first job. And now you've got a, a regular customer who's yeah. always going to be paying higher. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, that exactly. sounds like yeah. a, a good way to do things. I think, yeah, it'll make people a little bit nervous leaving that time free in their calendar. But as you say, you can just move jobs forwards and yeah, that's yeah. going to work for a lot of customers, isn't it? Uh, and they're going to yeah, think, yeah. oh, brilliant. I'm getting this work done even sooner. Fantastic. It's an extra bit of bonus for them. Yeah. Yeah. Or if there's two of you, you can still start that job and then the other person go there for a week. <laughs> You know, it's easy. It's yeah. I mean, yeah. I just think it's really good to keep that flexibility in your in your schedule. Yeah. So you're going to start doing that? Are you thinking about doing that? No, I, I, anyway, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got it. I've got these youngster starting with me, so I do think it'd be a good idea. I think you know, even if I get him there to start him doing the prep, then yeah, yeah. I think it's a great idea. I really do. Well, this. Uh... Well, this is another uh, another good point, actually. So what happens when you get booked up to three months? Uh, that then brings on the question, do you start taking on staff? Because if, yeah. if you want to keep keep getting customers, then essentially you need to keep just start being able to do more work within the next three months. So staffing yeah. up is one way to do that. Uh and I think if you've if you've committed to something like Checker Trade or or anything with like a twelve month marketing contract, essentially, then you, you you owe it to yourself to to look at staffing options and trying to squeeze some more out of it. Otherwise, as you said, you signed up to Checker Trade and you, you didn't use it for the last six months of the contract. Yeah. That's a whole lot of wasted money. Uh, of course, there's other things you can do with your marketing, Facebook ads or, or standard news paper ads or anything like that you can typically you can turn them on and off when you need them uh, yeah but a lot of things you have to commit to several months worth of advertising so yeah it's uh, it's a difficult one you've got to be either be very careful with the, the marketing and advertising you do or you've got to be prepared to to look at taking on staff yeah i, I would have thought like you say john as, as soon as you get booked up for three months then maybe to, to to keep that you know flow of leads coming in that it might be like you say worth looking at taking someone on so that you can then get you basically got another person that can do three months worth of work mm. so you like you say it may be it's maybe that might be the right option just and you yeah. can you can use the so i told you about uh i spoke with simon goddard from alliance workforce and they are um basically they supply decorators that's all they do so you can you can basically if 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 you needed a decorator to come and do a job for you come and help you on a project yeah you ring them up and say i'm in milton Keynes and i need a decorator to start in two days time can you get one they've got a huge database of decorators and they just get and they find someone in that area that can jump on and help you and you pay them a, a flat rate a flat hourly rate and you use yep. them when you need them and, and give them back when you don't. 
But there's there's always a thing with agency work, isn't there? Agency workers. How do how do you know you're getting a decent person? Mm. Well, yeah, obviously there are checks in place and stuff like that, and and yeah. With like Alliance, they you know they look for qualifications, and a lot of people they'll recommend have already done work for them and stuff like that. And as a specialist company, they you know that's that's something that I'm sure that they can deliver on. But that aside, then look at the first two questions from this. Some people just want you to start within a month, and they don't care about prep. Uh, so you could put you could almost put any old tosher on those jobs. Take yeah. take your slice. It's not going to affect your reputation or anything like that because the the end customer is still getting what they want. Um, you, you know, you're not asking for a a top level ten out of ten decorator. You could get yeah. one who's only a six out of ten decorator, and they're still going to deliver a finish that is up to the standards of what the customer wants. Uh, yeah, and, and all you need to do is just keep an eye on it and go around and do the snags or something like that. Well, when you say that, really, all they need to be is clean, tidy, and polite, isn't it? Yeah, um, and 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 you can you can sort of fend these things off early, so you can you get the call through, uh, and you say, look, I I'm personally booked up for the next three months, but I have I can send round one of my boys, I can send round one of my guys, they'll do it, and if they're like, no, no, we're very precious about the the finish, we want you. Then yeah. you go, okay, well, I'm very sorry. But if they go, oh, yeah, do you know what? We just want it done. Send around one of your guys. And you can go, all right, well, I'll send around one of the guys. I'll do the snagging and stuff. So I'm sure it will be up to standard. Away you go. They know what they're getting. They know what they're expecting. But then going back to the three levels of quotes, yeah. then you know from that which person to send around, don't you? Yeah. So if they've gone for the highest, you know, if they've gone for the, say, the gold standard, then they obviously want you to do it or some yeah. of your capabilities. But if they've gone for, like, the bronze, then send, you You know, that you could actually hire someone or, or get someone in to do that work for you. Yeah, once you've done a couple of jobs, I mean, for, for you, you've got your, your new chat that you've taken on. Yeah. I think the jobs that, that you pitch as the, the bronze service... Uh, where it is just no real prep required, just clean cutting in, no drips and stuff like that. If you get someone sign up for a bronze job, you could send in round. Yeah. You could do it. And at the same time, you're on there doing the Rolls-Royce gold standard. Yeah. And, and away you get, yeah, you could hire a couple of people and you just cherry pick the jobs for their for capabilities. The and their capabilities. Yeah. And you just go, right, this week you're at that job because Mrs. Jones is half blind and deaf yeah. and be fine yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, no. Th th you know this customer just wants speed over quality finish so get in there get the job done be clean tidy polite and away you go I, I think you're right i think sometimes we need to start looking at looking at what we do is more of a business than as a job you yeah, know i mean if you look at so what was it so 20 it was 22 and a half percent don't want you to do any prep and nearly 40% want, want you to do it in less than a month. So, yeah, you could get an apprentice on yeah. sod, all, sod all money who is going to be able to fulfill those jobs for you. You could make a little cut on it. They're an apprentice. They're learning. You're keeping an eye on them. You can check in on them. Uh, and at the same time, you're doing the, 
you know, the breadwinner, the big, the big money jobs where a flawless finish is required. Yeah. Yeah. You're serving twice as many customers. So you're getting twice as many people happy and each customer is getting the level of finish they actually want. Yeah. And yeah, like you say, and you, you, you are giving the customer what they want and not what you think they want. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Blimey. We're doing well here. I, I, I didn't, I didn't think we'd be able to talk this much about it, but we're, uh... <laughs> thanks John. <laughs> yeah. wow. Turns out you're not as stupid as you look. <laughs> yeah, I forget just how wonderful and interesting you yeah. are. Thanks, John. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, it's uh, the end of a beautiful right. relationship. <laughs> Question three. Right, here we go. You'll like this one. Question number three. I'm asking homeowners this. Imagine a standard size living room in an average three bed house. You ask the decorator to do basic prep, paint all four walls, the ceiling and all the woodwork, including the doors. How long would you expect this to take them? So basically we're looking at Mrs. Jones's front room, all the walls, all the woodwork and the ceiling. How long do you think your average homeowner reckons that should take a, a, a decorator? <sighs> well, you get these bloody 80 pound a day merchants, don't you? That, you know, I'll turn up and get it done. But I reckon they're looking what, so we're asking what they think, not what I think, what they think. Exactly. Uh, the options um, I've given, given yeah, was, was one day, two to three days, four to five days, six days or more. I reckon uh, two to three. Mm -hmm. And how long would it take you? What I reckon, you think is I reckon two, 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 maybe two and a little bit, maybe two and a couple of hours, but I reckon you should better get it. You know, depending on the time of year and drying times and all that, I reckon two, yeah. two, two and a couple of hours. Two coats on four walls. On, yeah. it's, always, it's always a one on the ceiling, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> so I've heard. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. A bit, of woodwork, a bit of basic prep, Bosch. Yeah. Two, two three days. Uh, right. So with 5% of the vote was one day. I think we can disregard that person. I don't know. Yeah. Who's thinking you can you can do that? Uh, so two to three days was was the outright winner with sixty percent of the votes. So it seems people have a reasonable grasp of how long a job should yeah, take. take. Uh, sixty percent though, so forty percent of people did think it would it would take longer. Uh, yeah, twenty twenty seven and a half percent thought it would be a four to five day job. Seven and a half percent thought it would be a six plus day job. They'd be nice ones to work on. Yeah, they would, wouldn't they? They obviously tried it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they're out there and you know you see some decorations on it on Instagram. Uh, the one that um, springs to mind is uh, Nick Sam uh, Rushmore. Yeah. He, he always makes a point of he prices his jobs high and he pr prices them uh, to spend extra time on them because he he wants to offer that proper top level finish uh yeah so it, it proves you know, there are customers out there who would allow you to take six or more days to paint their front room because uh, clearly they're looking for a sublime finish 
so it's good to see that there, there is a spread. But yeah, typically people are people are looking two to three days. They want you in and out job done. And I think that's at about what it's going to take for most people, isn't it? Unless there's an obscene amount of prep is required. But this is just on the premise that it's it's basic prep and, and two coats all over. Yeah. Okay. Well, that then led on to question four. So imagining the same room from question three, how much would you be prepared to pay for this service? So I gave options of up to 100 pounds, 100, yeah. 250 pounds, 250 to 500 pounds, 500 to 1000 and 1000 pound plus. So two to three days work, Doing Mrs. Jones's living room. What do you think you're? I'd I'd be five hundred to a thousand. You'd be five hundred to a thousand. Yeah, I think that'd be three hundred to five hundred. Okay. You're quite good at this, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. So most popular answer was two hundred and fifty to five hundred pounds, uh, and that was fifty percent of the vote. So. Yeah, for those people that thought it would take three days, yeah, uh, three days, 500 quid, you're pu pushing it there. Well, three days, 250 quid, you, uh, yeah, it's not really doing it. So, I mean, if we look at typical day rates of let's say 160 to 200 quid, if you're doing the job in two days and the average person is going to be paying you, it seems about 400 pounds they're expecting to pay. Uh, then yeah, you you know two two and a half days you can earn a a decent day rate wage there, um, plus your materials and, and bits of bobs on top of that. Yeah. So yeah, I think with any question like this, people always sort of under under underdo it, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, they might say 250 to 500 quid is what they're expecting to pay. But if the decorator puts a quote in at 650, 700 quid, then they'll probably go, OK, it's, it's a bit more than I thought, but maybe I underestimated the amount of work involved. And yeah, you never, you very, very rarely pay what you expect to pay, do you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, there's what you expect and there's what you want to pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then there's what you exactly. actually end up paying. Yeah. Uh, 5% said up to 100 quid i'm going to assume that five percent of people was the same five percent of people who thought it could be done in a day as well so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> disregard yeah. that disregard that yeah uh, 100 to 250 quid 27.5 percent uh so really i mean even if you go to the upper end of that at 250 quid You've got to be in and out in a day, haven't you, to to earn any money there? So, and this is what this is what we were speaking about before we come before we start recording this. Mm. Is I think there's, I mean, there's this is quite controversial with decorators, but I think there's a lot to be said for pre-qualifying your appointments. Yeah, just to start price conditioning them and saying, look, you know, my average lounge is six hundred pound. You know, is that sort of the sort of budget you're working to and just to basically eliminate the tire kickers? Because do you really want to be spending, you know, a lot of decorators say, oh, well, I'll go out there regardless and I'll, you know, I'll, I'll try and bring them up to where I need to be. But, mm. you know, are they ever going to have that sort of money when they've got the option of doing it themselves? Yeah, this is it. Um, 
I know I've been speaking to several decorators about this and a, a lot of decorators seem to be more and more comfortable giving ballpark figures yeah uh, over just using video photos that sort of thing and doing it yeah. via Facebook Messenger or WhatsApp or whatever it might be and I think everybody should be looking to do it as part of as you say your pre-qualification you can do it by phone and you can ask questions you can have a chat with them and stuff like that uh, but people get really nervous about giving ballpark and giving estimates and stuff like that because they think oh you're going to turn up and then it's twice as much work and the customer's going to try the homeowner's going to try and hold you to what you said uh, when you looked at the photos but I think you just got to take the rough, rough with the smooth. The people that yeah. are going to hold you to prices that you estimated, and you'll be quite clear they're ballpark estimates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you try not... and hold you to those figures. You don't really want to be working for those customers anyway. No, exactly. you, so. Yeah, and 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 until you've started the job, it's not a problem anyway, is it? Yeah. You know, until you've actually, until you've actually bought paint and put paint on the walls, and you know, if you're starting a job and you're not comfortable with it in the first place, then you've only got yourself to blame, really. Yeah, you know, I it's, I, I, it's, I think it's a it's a service that well the people that I know are already offering it and they'll give ballparks from photos and and asking the homeowner to do some basic measurements for them. Yeah, they're making a killing on it because well they, I'd, they, I'd they one, do ten I'd times do, as many quotes in an evening. <laughs> yeah, I did one earlier in the year. Yeah. Uh, it was in Vauxhall. It was an apartment that the customer had bought. It was her first apartment. Um, yeah. <laughs> £675,000 it was. Yeah. Um, I got the plans off of um, off online because it was up for sale. So I got the plans from, I think it was um, Rightmove or whatever. But I found the dimensions so I could actually price it from the plans. We did a video call. Um, went round there. And my, I think my price was about six and a half grand. Um, and it turns out the most you had to spend on decorating was a grand. And you think, you know, <laughs> I could have, I could have wasted all my time going there to Vauxhall parking diesel, yeah. you know, what's that? It's got to be three hours of my time to get there and get back. Mm. You know, and we did it over a video call, you know, and I, I thought, oh, well, it, you know, it, 20 minutes of my time and pl probably about 20 minutes doing a quote for her. You know, so yeah, well, this is it. For an hour's you're... work, you know, and you think if I'd have actually had to physically go there, I would have been really fed up. Yeah, and so many people would have just gone there that you'd get the quote through, and you'd be like, "Oh, here we go, new flat or whatever." Yeah, six hundred yeah. grand, just moved in. You'd be driving down there, rubbing your hands together for the yeah. entire hour-long drive. Get there, realize you're on completely different pages. Yeah, you'd be fuming for the entire drive back. Yeah, <laughs> you wasted yeah. three hours of your life for yeah. something which, because you know, you just you didn't pre-qualify it properly. And, and yeah, and, and, and you know, my uh, I was sat here with a coffee, and like I say, twenty minutes of a time talking to her. She was a pleasant enough person, yeah. you know, and like twenty minutes to put the quote together. So less than an hour, it was all sorted out, and you know, I did beat myself up over it. Just moved on. Whereas, yeah. like you say, if I'd have invested all that time and energy going there, yeah, it would have been a different, completely different, yeah, outcome. Yeah, again, it's it's um, it's focusing on what what the customer wants, uh, not not what you want, and not what you think is is best for the customer. You might think that the customer needs 
a very accurate quotation straight away. But in the majority of cases, I, I would argue that the customer wants a ballpark figure quickly so that they can establish that they're on the right page. Uh, and then they won't feel guilty about having invited you around to their home and wasted two hours of your time yeah. only to find out that you asked for six grand and they thought it was going to be a grand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and you, you say that, but I've actually had a customer do that and say that to me. I went to see a, I went to see a horse stairs and landing, um, and exactly the things. I said, well, you know, why, you know, you've used decorated before. Oh yeah. I said, well, why have you not? Why have you not? You know, why is he not quoting for this? Oh well, we asked him to quote for our master bedroom, and we didn't have it done in the end, um, yeah. and we felt we didn't think that we could invite him round to price for the horse stairs and landing because we felt bad that we hadn't given him the job. Yeah. We think you know they've made decisions <laughs> about the decorator that he would probably you know nine times out of ten would be more than happy to come around and price horse says and landing but oh, they, they just felt bad about it yeah you know you think, well it's funny how dec our customers work yeah and if that decorator would have i mean that decorator more than likely probably could have have quoted it yeah just from pictures and videos because they'll remember the general condition of what the house was like don't yeah. know if the, if the whole thing's going to need replastering. Um, yeah, yeah. Turn up, it's going to be a nightmare. So they'd probably be able to give a very accurate quote just yeah. from from pictures. Uh, and if they'd have done that, yes, they might not have got that one, but they'd have certainly got a call for the one that you ended up getting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It, it, it's strange the way they they work. It really is. Mm. But yeah. Okay. Question five then, and this was the uh, the last the last question. You'll be pleased to know. <laughs> what me or the listeners you and the listeners i know i do bore you i do talk a lot but I, just, I like this sort of stuff <laughs> right question five finally what one thing oh sorry what one thing would make you more likely to hire a painter and decorator in future uh, and again it's worth reminding everyone that this question was posed to just a pure cross-section of people it wasn't people who have already hired decorators this is people who have hired decorators haven't hired decorators always do diy never do any decorating so what do you think the the common things that people were coming up with when when they were asked what would make them more likely to hire a painter and decorator in future well it's funny you should say this because i put the same sort of um question on a facebook group local to me Oh, which yeah. was well i was trying to find out um what sort of experiences um they'd had this was like i say cross-section of people yeah. what's you know when they were trying to hire i put tradesmen what was their what was their big issue with um tradesmen and the number one thing that um came back was poor communication not returning phone calls really uh, you know phone them up and then just yeah or poor communication um, not turning up when they say they will, mm. uh, not returning phone calls and um, not returning emails, uh, coming to do a quote, but then not supplying a quote. So just generally, you know, lack of, you know, communication. Stuff so. like that is what is a big thing that I think separates the big boys for. I mean, let's look at it. the other people that have to come into your home. So... Uh, a recent example for me would be like British Gas or something like that. They've got to come yeah. in and, and have a look. Uh, when they 
when you book an appointment with them, I mean, number one, you can book it. You can book appointments online with most of these larger companies. You get texts on the day when they're going to come around saying, oh, your engineer Keith is going to be with you between 11 and 12 o'clock. It's like receiving a parcel, isn't it? You know exactly when they're going to turn up, who they are, and those little bits of communication make a massive difference. And I know there's there's someone, a local tradesman to me, uh, a plumber who does exactly the same thing. He'll text you every morning and just say, right, I will be with you uh, between nine and, and half nine or something like that. Uh, and just constantly keep you updated with what they're doing, where they are, and stuff like that, so that you can keep going about your daily routine and, and not hang around waiting for people and not thinking or oh, have they been what they've been doing today and yeah the, those those basic bits of communication it's it's so easy nowadays to keep on top of it i know everyone's busy but it's it's 30 seconds to pull your phone out send a text or whatever i'll tell you what i do as well is when i'm when i've finished talking to a customer i send them a confirmation email about the appointment just outlining when i'm well what time i'm turning up what date i'm turning up yeah if if they you know we all leave we all lead busy lives if you know circumstances change please let me know and if things change for me i'll let you know send them that email and then also i send them a video email and i know everybody this is a whole new this is a this is a podcast in <laughs> itself but you need to get on video you yeah. need to start getting used to sitting in front of a video camera and talking to a video because it, it's not going to go away. Mm. And the only way in the future you're going to be able to get business is by being comfortable in front of a camera. Yeah. And, you know, and I use this thing called Hippo, but Hippo something or other, but it's somewhere where you can sit with a webcam and just record a video. And I record a video saying, thank you for so much for, you know, inviting me around to do the quote. I'll be around such and such. Any questions, give me a call. Mm. And it, it doesn't really matter what you say. It just um, gives them you. You can, They can see you. So when you turn up on their doorstep, they recognize you. So yeah. it's not the first time they've seen you. So you've broken that ice, you know, and that people love that. You know, it's it's not a strange. Then you're not a stranger. Turn up on their doorstep. They they know who you are. They recognise you. Yeah, video is is massive, and I know people are uncomfortable in front of camera and stuff. But honestly, you, you've got to fight through it. It it doesn't take as long as you as you'd expect. A couple of weeks of trying it, and you will be more than comfortable. It's funny you should say that. We both struggle because I know we spoke about it. We both. Yeah don't enjoy it yeah. i did a live into my um into my uh, facebook group on sunday evening and i was there from six o'clock i was going to go live at six o'clock it took me to six thirty-seven to go live and i was going to go <laughs> live at six thirty, yeah. and then it went past right six thirty-two. i'm going to do it six thirty-three, and then it got to come on don't be yeah six thirty-seven. i got there and i did it so yeah it's not pleasant and it's not enjoyable but just yeah. do it you know yeah. do it you get you get used to it and yeah as a way to just offer complete and here's a corporate term for you customer delight <laughs> oh that's a new one. Ooh, customer yeah, delight. You, you can have that one uh what's yeah, customer so, delight now well, then do you know these are like job titles nowadays you can be head of customer delight head of customer experience that sort of thing so uh, what's customer delight then well customer delight in this case would be 
sending them a video is something that will delight the customer they won't be expecting it and they'll go oh. wow this is brilliant and uh, uh the example that always springs to mind for me is uh when i sent my one of my old cars into uh, a garage it was a it was a vw actually and it was when they well that that massive scandal with the yeah emissions the missions like yeah yeah so they i uh, sent that off to them it was the first time it had gone to a proper vw garage and uh they sent me a video at about three o'clock they picked up the car which was a nice one oh, i remember you saying uh, this yeah they, and then they they sent me a video uh of underneath my car this guy just started talking through it goes right we've done all your emissions and everything and we've given a, a, a once over for you so here's basically what the underside of your car looks like and he went around the four tires and said so these two tires are fine this one will be an advisory quite soon so keep an eye on that uh here's some bits and bobs that you need to be aware of your brake pads or everything and it was probably you know a one minute video uh, and he took me through all these sort of key points within my car now of course there were a couple of things that they were tr trying to sell to me at this point they were going to say yeah. well, if you want us to fix this it's 200 quid um but it was you know it was very easy for me to go oh no not right now don't worry if it doesn't need to be done whatever yeah but i was not expecting that i i just thought i would get a phone call from a bloke called dave who'd go your car's ready uh it's all sorted but no i got a video come through saying right we've completed xyz work here's some other bits to make you aware of if you want us to do the work just respond to this email if not we will get one of our guys to drop it off to you and i was like that's superb i mean i know this was sort of born out of the fact that they were in, a, in the middle of a massive yeah. emissions scandal uh and then they also put some like a nice pack of cleaning products and stuff like that in in the car as well yeah Those auto gleam things or whatever yeah but yeah that was yes they did that as part of uh trying to win everyone back over after the emission scandal but it proved the point that if you can add things like that and video is so powerful if you, could, if you can add video into any part of your sales and customer service process you're going to stand out against everyone else and you're just going to get so much more work and better work. It's, it's got to be worth doing for anyone thing, in any the, business. The good thing is, people are so frightened of actually sitting in front of a video camera. If you yeah. do it now, you're going to be streets ahead of people when they finally realise, shit, we should be doing this. Yeah. And you're going to be way ahead. You're going to be so much more confident in front of the camera that, you know, you'll blow them away. And it, and the good thing is, you've only got to be a little bit better than the than everybody around you to make a big difference. Well, this is it. And I, I tell you what's a, a big favourite of mine at the moment, and it's a nice little stepping stone. If people aren't don't want to get on the camera, you talked about texting customers and things like that. I think that's yeah. important. Even if you just send a confirmation text after your phone call or something like that, people are quite likely to save your phone number if they get a text from you. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's a good point because it means that they're more likely to get back in contact with you if something goes wrong. They've got no excuses after they've got your number saved. Um, but voice messages, voice messages, I think, are getting more and more popular. I'm getting a lot more of them from people. And it is just it's born out of the fact that people are busy and they can't be bothered to write a big, long text message. So yeah. they just want to hold the button speak the message job done send a voice message and i yeah. like doing them uh because you always get a warm response when anyone receives a voice message from you 
they're always way way more engaged in, in what you've just said they're easier and quicker for you to do uh, and again it's a, it's another thing like you said about putting your face in, in on on camera helps helps homeowners know who you are and they know who they're expecting yeah even just hearing your voice and getting getting a voice message from someone you immediately feel a bit more of a connection with that person yeah. you know them they're not just you know it's not just someone typing away on on a phone at least you know they are a human they're a proper person and it's 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 just that next level of, of being more personal isn't it yeah yeah i mean basically what you've got to do you've got to do the stuff that other people aren't doing and other people yeah. aren't doing video because it's not comfortable so yeah. do video you know don't get go outside your comfort zone for a bit and you know make yourself feel uncomfortable it'll be worth it yeah 100 percent uh we went a little bit off track yeah what was the one thing that would make you more likely to hire a painter oh yeah decorator? we've not had the answers yet have we no we haven't <laughs> uh so people were were looking at things okay so what is going to make them more likely to hire a painter and decorator what do they look for so recommended uh yeah. was up there loads of people asking for that friendly honest trustworthy which again is sort of an extension of that seeing examples of their work online and testimonials was another big one yeah uh some of the more interesting ones i found uh we talked about this earlier so clear pricing structure so i don't have to ask um, yeah difficult but it can show you sort of the way customers minds are leaning uh, a rough guide on pricing so i know i'm likely to be able to afford their quote and won't waste their time again yeah. so that goes back to what we we're talking about earlier people, people but that want could a be quick ballpark figure which could be a simple thing that i've got on my website which is just a blog and just give yeah. you room sizes with rough, you know, with rough ballpark figures, mm. you know, and it, it, that's, you know, it, it's not, I've done a bedroom, a dining room, a kitchen, a bathroom and a lounge, I think, with rough sizes and rough prices, you yeah. know, don't be frightened, it's, you're not going to be held to it, but it does give your customer a little bit more confidence when they're looking to, you know, to, to choose you. Yeah, when people don't put their prices or don't make their prices of available, the natural thing for everyone to think is they must be really bloody expensive. And that's not yeah. always the case. Uh, yeah, but it goes back to that thing, doesn't it? You know, if you've got to ask the price, you can't afford it. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically that, isn't it? You know, it's let that, you know, the, the, the customer deserves to know what they're going to pay really yeah and i th i think a lot a lot a lot of work just goes not even getting a phone call because people will go onto a decorator's website and go all right can i find some rough guy pricing here before i get in touch with them and if they can't then they don't get in contact and th the closest thing I, I know about this is uh, it wasn't too long ago uh after a conversation with you actually i was looking at, at coaches to see if uh, if i could get someone to do yeah. some personal coaching for me uh and i had a, a good hunt around online and you cannot find prices i found one person who was offering a uh, like f it was about 400 quid uh for x amount of hours and if i'm going to do it i will go with that person because they're the only person who put their price on now it might be if i'd have called all these other coaches some of them might have said oh yeah you flexible hours 50 quid an hour yeah. or something like that some of them might have been 20 grand 
I just I don't know. So and yeah. I would never call them yeah. because I don't want to call someone up uh, and get and go. Oh yeah, I was thinking about getting some coaching. They go, oh yeah, prices start from ten thousand pounds. I'd be like, oh no, uh, I was I was more yeah. like a hundred quid to five hundred quid was about what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, and also you feel embarrassed, don't you? Yeah. Uh, so you make one call and you wouldn't call anyone else so the only person i will call is someone who's put some clear pricing on on their website and even if they said even if the website just said prices starting from 200 you've got an idea something like that yeah yeah if it and and if someone wants to be real high-end and they put prices starting from 20 grand i go all right well that's clearly not for me there's no point me calling them and wasting any time here I think what we lose track of as decorators, or you know, is put yourself in the customer. You know, if you were the customer, what would you be looking for? Yeah. You know, and it's very hard. I mean, it's very hard for decorators because we do it day in, day out. And we've had this conversation before, John, where you go into a customer's house, you turn the house upside down, you do your job, and you leave. And for you, it's you know, it's stuff you do day in, day in, week in, week out. But for a customer, it's, it's, you know, it's maybe once once in a sort of two, three, four, five year occurrence. It, it's, mm. To them, it's a big deal. And for you to be able to put yourself in their shoes is, is something, it's a good quality and you need to be doing that. Yeah. i tell you something, there's a, there's a rule in sales and I can't remember the percentage, but it's, it's ludicrously high. The amount of people who go with the first person that gives them a quote. The first person to answer the phone, I'm talking like 70 to 90%. It's something silly like that. People just go with the first person they get a price from. Uh, and I think part of a lot of the, the, the responses on here is they want them to be recommended and stuff like that. And I think that a lot of that is born out of the fact that because you can't find prices online for a decorator or anything like that, if yeah. I wanted to hire a decorator tonight, if I started searching, and I just got it in my head at this point. I want to hire a decorator, and I start searching on a few on a few web pages. If I found one person that said, "Here's the pricing structure," I am seventy to ninety percent. I'm very very likely to just go with that person. Uh, whereas because I won't find that, that's when I'll start talking to people I know, and I won't call a decorator until I've spoken to a few friends uh, and. At that point, I'm going. Oh, and how much is a decorator? What what should I be expecting to pay and stuff like that? And so essentially, you've got other people who are doing your pricing for you. Yeah, they're going to yeah. be like, well, I hired one, and it cost me a thousand pounds for a, a week's work or something like that. Okay, well, yeah, that's not helping anyone, and this <laughs> delays yeah. the whole. Yeah, you're right. It delays the whole process. Uh, yeah. Sometimes when you want to buy something. You just want to do it there and then and you get caught up excited with it. And if you find someone online, then a lot of time you won't even bother comparing prices. Well, it's <laughs> that, just it's go that with, culture, okay, isn't it now, John? It's the Amazon way of working, isn't it? Yeah. You know, I need to know, I need to do it and I need to do it now. I need to get it sorted out now. Sometimes I'll buy something off Amazon and it'll arrive like 12 hours later <laughs> the next day. Uh, and then I'll get it, I'll open it and I'll go... Do you know what? I didn't even look anywhere else online to see if I could find this product cheaper. I just, yeah. I didn't consider it. I didn't care. I just, if I want to buy something, I just open the Amazon app and it's there the next day. 
and I just yeah. do that as long as it's not ludicrously more expensive than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. I yeah, won't shop you... around, no. <laughs> and I think yeah. a lot of people are like that. Uh, and I, it's moving more and more and more to that. Like I said, the whole Amazon movement and everything. People just want to go. What's the price? All right, yeah, I love it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it is, if it's round about what you're thinking it should be, yeah. then yeah. So yeah, I, and I, I, I don't think there's anything. You know, you don't be frightened to put your prices up. You know, yeah. it's, it's, and it, like I say, you can. I like the idea of a from. Yeah. Because you can do a from and you could do you still do your three levels of pricing as well yeah it's from 100 quid but yeah uh, yeah no one pays 100 quid it's actually about five grand for me to paint your living room (laughs) yeah but it gives them a a starting place doesn't it yeah no i think that's a that's a good way to do it yeah prices for living rooms from 500 quid or whatever you want it to be or yeah just put some ballparks in there because i think you could get a lot of business with people just not even shopping around they'll just look they'll yeah, go oh well, this person's putting their prices up there that looks reasonable to me i'm happy to spend that and before they know it they book you in they've not even looked at anyone else yeah i, I think we i think the days of being a bit sort of cagey and a bit secret about your prices are gone we you need to be more open now because if you're not i guarantee someone near you will be and you'll be losing out well uh, you look at other industries the industries like buying a new car or buying a second-hand car just buying a car used to be one of those things that it was an ordeal you when you went when you want to buy a new car you'd spend a couple of weeks flicking through a auto trader trying to find out what's a good price you'd then be yeah. going around garages and yeah. you go to the garage expecting to have to negotiate and do all of this and stuff like that uh and now you can you can just buy cars online with your card and they deliver it to you like the next day Kazoo or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And clearly, there's a huge market for this because people don't want to go through the hassle. They're happy to pay probably another few hundred quid on top of what they could pay. You know, you could go shopping around all the all the garages and start negotiating, and you probably get a, a better. In fact, you you almost certainly would get a better price. Yeah. Or you could just go on an app on your phone, buy it. It turns up at your door. Yeah, you probably pay an extra five hundred quid for it, but. Like I said, people just don't care that much. They want the convenience. They want it there. Then they don't want to shop around. And they want to <laughs> get it sorted out. They want. They? And they want it sorted and done. And if and if you can do it with buying used cars without even looking at them, surely people can. You can put it in other industries like this. Yeah, yeah. We just need to be a bit smarter, I think. And you know, yeah. not not. It's it's no smoke and mirrors. Just be honest and just. Mm out there and once you start doing it other people might think oh hang on a minute i've got to catch up yeah this is it definitely okay i think i think we've done well there mate i think we did i think um i think we've put the worlds to rights really i think i think we've learned something and you know we've been able to help you with uh, a few a few um bits and pieces there it's not often that people come away from one of our conversations having learned something but <laughs> <laughs> well, don't don't stick that label on it i wouldn't go that far <laughs> I'll, I'll put it in the show notes yeah yes. you may yeah yeah put it as a warning you may learn something oh hang on the, reco- the yeah. recording the recording saying 30 minutes we've been going more than 30 minutes haven't we yeah, yeah i've got an hour and six jesus i hope it's all all recorded what have you done well i've, rec- I've recorded the audio if nothing else oh, good. all right well between us <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Ever the professionals. You might, might hear this or you might not. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Trev, where can we find more from you? Where can we get where can we get um, more trouble? Right. Well, I'm giving away a free spreadsheet at the moment. So oh. I've got a link to that on our Facebook group, owning a decorating business. So come on over and join that Facebook group and you'll find a link to the um free spreadsheet, which is basically a spreadsheet for um timing yourself and putting your quotes together so it, it sort of makes quoting a, a real piece of cake and also the pricing isn't it? it it helps you price by the meter yeah uh, you can price faster more accurately it's yeah it's brilliant it's brilliant loads of people have been downloaded haven't they so no, yeah really so good. yeah we've we've had nearly a thousand downloads so i'm That's really helpful. impressed with that thank you very much <laughs> Um, but it's it's really the only way to price. If you can't, you know, you need to time yourself, sort out your meterage. None of this standing around in the middle of the room and sort of sucking your teeth and guessing it. Just, <laughs> just do it properly. And yeah. this is so, the yeah, spreadsheet I'll, that takes the guesswork out of it. And it's it's the spreadsheet you've been using for years, isn't it? So basically, yeah. you're just giving away your yeah. your pricing secrets. So well, yeah. But I mean, like I say, I, I've spoke to you. I spoke to another, a few other people, and I've just realised that. Um, there is a little other people you got other friends well yeah well i say other people i say ryan really no one else (laughs) (laughs) and he don't like me um (laughs) but yeah and also um insta at um tj decorating and also uh painting decorating tips by tj on youtube so that's um the three main places Uh, and if you want any more from me you can go to my website jmears.co.uk slash ebook get a free copy of my latest ebook which is seven marketing secrets guaranteed to help grow your painting and decorating business it's a free download trev did i just cut you off was there something else you wanted to say no 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 i was just gonna say thank you for having me on your show again and uh hopefully it's been a bit helpful for everybody that's listened I hope so. Yeah, I think I think we've uh, we've done all right there. Uh, and yeah, I will see you again soon. Hope you in for another podcast. Absolutely, more than happy. For listening. Goodbye. Cheers. Thank you.